Welcome to Couch Chats, your go-to podcast for raw and inspiring messages from myself and other female entrepreneurs all around business and mindset. I am your host, Jess Williamson, an award-winning business and mindset coach and a serial entrepreneur having scaled four successful businesses. My purpose is to help you unleash your unique superpowers and to build the life and business of your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Today I have a very special guest, my new friend, Brianna. We connected at the end of last year when I was on her podcast, Miss Mindset Podcast. And since then, we've just continued to connect online. And it was recently that we got to both speak at an event together, which was so much fun to finally connect in person and bring that virtual relationship into the real world. But she is just a ray of light. You're going to feel her energy radiating from this podcast episode, but it was such an amazing chat that we've had on this podcast. So get ready because we are diving deep into how to create a thriving community of raving fans. And this stemmed from Brianna's background in being a teacher and how schools or she was creating a amazing classroom culture where people really felt like they belonged. And so she's going to share all the goodness on how you can do that, how that can translate into your business in this episode. So we're going to get started. Hey Brie, I am so excited to chat with you on Couch Chats today. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I know that we could talk for a very long time like we already have. So I'm going to try really hard not to go for days. <laughs> yeah. So we've had like a 20 minute conversation off the record. So <laughs> we could be here all day, but it's been so awesome connecting with you. I was on your podcast a few months ago now, probably time flies. And then we finally got to meet in person at the end of January when we spoke at the Summer Vibes event and we just connected and I was like, let's get you on my podcast as well. So I got something exciting to chat about today. And we're going to be diving into creating classroom culture and creating that community around your business or your brand. But you started out as a teacher. And so that's what's kind of sparked this idea or this topic. So I want to hear about it. Tell us where your journey started for those who don't know you or haven't heard your story yet. Mm, it's so interesting. And I was saying just off air, like nobody's actually asked it in this context. Like, you know, I've got a business that's got such a strong and awesome community around it. When you asked me, like, how did you create that culture and community? And what did you learn from the classroom sort of thing? It was such a cool way to sort of point those two things together. And I'd never consciously considered it because it's something I do so unconsciously. And I think that's because my background is actually as a high school teacher. So I spent five years inside of the same classroom, little S201 was my classroom and my happy place. And hopefully my students happy place. Like I truly loved it. Those were some really good years. And 
inside of that classroom, that was sort of how my business started actually, because I sort of saw that we weren't teaching the things that I see, and this is just an opinion, but we weren't seeing the things that we need really to thrive in a modern context. We're not being taught about our mind and how to set goals, create goals, how we self-talk and how that can really play a part in our trajectory in life. We're not taught tune in to who we really are and all of that. And it was frustrating me because I was very close to my students, very, very close. And I'm so privileged to say that, like, I still catch up with a lot of them these days at the pub, (laughs) which is really cool. (laughs) Like how many teachers do you go to the pub with? I don't think there's many teachers out there that bring that sort of essence or, or connection to their students, like sounds like you did. And it has changed, you know, like now in year 12, they're 18, they're turning 18. So getting them ready for life outside of school and like deeper chats outside of Shakespeare, outside of essays, outside of all the boring curriculum. I was like, what do you want out of life? Like what lights you up? What doesn't? How are you feeling? What's going on with you? Like that was always more important to me, which is why I had to leave teaching English. But yeah, like I'm so blessed that I get to still speak to a lot of them, but I was just getting frustrated essentially at the stuff that's not taught. So that's how my business grew. And like you sort of pointed out to me, which I'd never quite really consciously done, I sort of have brought that classroom culture that I kind of naturally created inside of S201 and adapted it to my business because community and and connection, like when I look at my values, personally and in business, connection, real, genuine, authentic connection, you know, establishing that for everybody, that's my number one value. So it has come across in my business and being in the classroom, I think really did help that. Amazing. So how did you start with that? You know, like not every teacher that graduates from uni and starts teaching has that kind of essence or that kind of approach to teaching? Did you find your own studies or did you just do it naturally? Or how did that start to come about with your interest in mindset and the greater picture of life? Mm, That's such a good question. I honestly think a lot of it is quite natural. Like I am a people person. I love people. I always have. I was always a social butterfly just love being around humans basically. So a lot of it was unconscious. But then of course, as I started coaching and going deeper into mindset and really trying to understand, a lot of it came from further studies and doing my NLP. So that was really helpful, understanding the way the brain works and how humans tick. And then outside of that, like I am a nerd. (laughs) Like just I love learning and reading and teaching and all of this stuff. So I went down massive rabbit holes just in terms of psychology and connection and and all of that. But I think, yeah, really it was something that was just quite natural because I love people. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So you've brought your natural tendencies into your business now, which is just amazing watching the community that you've built online and through your programs. So tell us how you cultivate or tell us your tips around building classroom culture or a community with a brand because we hear it all the time, you know, be authentic online and show yourself. And so people are trying to follow these one, two steps on authenticity or creating a community or they're so focused on growing their following that they forget the essence at the core of it. So I'd love to hear your take on that. 
Mm, that's so true. It's so interesting, isn't it, that sometimes social media becomes less about social connection and more about numbers, which is not what it was there for. But yeah, I guess the how, honestly, you have to care about the people. Like you have to just genuinely care about how they're feeling and how they're tracking. And you have to put your clients first always like, and looking at them as more than clients, as humans and genuinely caring. Like I think that was probably what, like I said, unconsciously created that classroom culture because they knew that in Miss Hunter's class, there were different rules sometimes. I mean, a little bit unorthodox, I'm not going to lie, but they knew that like in these four walls, I care, like I truly care. And if you're not coping, then the curriculum goes for a moment. We don't focus on it. So the first thing is like truly care and care about everyone inside of your community, like somebody behind the screen, not a number is the first thing. And then, you know, that whole sense of belonging. And I had to actually think about it because I knew we were having this chat and I was like, shit, to be honest, I don't know. It's nothing that I consciously did. Like, Ooh, how am I going to create like a culture or a tribe or a, you know, community that feels like a classroom, but it is, it's that sense of pride in something. Like I wanted my kids to feel like oh, yay, we get to go to S201 now. Like the classroom looks different. It feels different. Like they all messaged me on the first day back after I left and said, Miss, like S201 looks so drab. It's grey. All of your posters have gone. Your pictures of us have gone. Like I had my wall-to-wall pictures of me and the students or the students doing their thing and, and, you know, all of their favourite rappers and quotes and music, like I had it all over the place because I wanted it to be their happy place. And so even that like container and, and to transfer that online, maybe we don't have a classroom wall, but maybe they know that when they join your container, this is how it feels and this is how it looks and they feel like you know them. It's not a number. I have so much banter with my clients on our calls <laughs> Because I actually know them as a human. Like, it's not like, hi, you're my client. Let's do this Zoom call and get out of here. It's just not. And so how online, I guess, can you bring that sense of belonging and connection? Like we belong to something and it's almost like a movement or like on Fridays, my classes had classroom parties every Friday (laughs) because that's what we did in my room. And it's like, how can you create those little things that are a little bit different? Like, they are a human, really. Amazing. And so just to give people an idea, obviously in classrooms, I'm assuming 20, 30 students and you're there physically. How did you navigate translating that to the online space where you're now running a successful online course? And I'm not completely sure how many people you have in there, but you know, some course owners have hundreds of people. And obviously that makes it more difficult to get to know everyone. So what are your tips if online business owners are wanting to cultivate that kind of community with their Instagram following, for example, or in a larger space like online? I guess it comes down to creating something that people want to be associated with. It's like branding, right? Like people want to be wearing a certain brand because you've created that connotation associated with it. It's kind of like branding awareness. Same thing with your online presence. So how can you create that, even if it is in a large scale, where people want to be associated with what you're creating, with your brand, with your whatever it is, because of what you've done 
underneath that? Like, what does your brand actually stand for? How can you actually make it feel like it's more than just this course or it's more than just, you know, so it's like creating those, I guess you could say fans of your bigger picture and what you stand for and what it all represents. Yes, absolutely. And I think people start businesses and they get so set on these monetary goals or whatever their goals are and they forget to create that essence. Why am I doing this? What is my purpose with this? And sometimes that's the hardest thing to put your finger on. But then why are you starting a business? if you're not quite sure about that? Is it more vanity metrics? Is it more just you want to feel successful? But without that at the core, what are you really selling? Yeah, so true. Because it's always something deeper than that. If you're selling a product even, like your swimwear, it's a feeling that you get when you're in the swimwear. Like it's, I feel pretty or I feel confident or whatever. Or if you're inside of my course level up, it's like, you know, I'm doing the scary things. I'm creating my dream life. I'm in this tribe of other women. And it's like, we are all in this together, myself included. Like I don't pedestal. I'm not up here teaching you and coaching you from up. I am doing it with you. And so it's that togetherness. I guess that was the same in the classroom. I'm literally just like having these moments now as I'm putting it together with the classroom, but it was the same in the classroom. I am not your superior. Like I'm not here to tell you, you will respect me. And these are the rules. I'm one of you. I respect you. And I want the same back. You know, the communication that you give to people is the communication you get back. So it's the same inside of my business. It's like, I'm here doing the stuff. I'm living and breathing this brand and what it represents. And because of that, people are like, they can really feel that it's so genuine and authentic. And I think, you know, in terms of holding space for a larger community or a hundred people in your course or whatever, there's so many little ways, like, you know, when you think of school, you're the graduating class of 2021, or you're the graduating class of in my case, 08, because, and I can't believe how long ago that was, but like, it gives you an identity. That's who we are. And you can do that in your courses. You're the graduating course of this round, or you're the alumni. Like schools do a really good job of creating culture, some of them. And I think it's a really great way to look at how did they do that? You know, when you're at school, you're part of a faction and certain factions have mascots and like different cries and sports teams do it really well. So it's the same thing. You can create that for yourself. And I think it's a good place to start. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm loving this chat. And I love that you're just kind of like unpacking it internally as we go as well. And it's almost like an analogy, but it's also your reality like mm, yeah. I'm having so many little light bulb moments right now it's so interesting it's really great classroom culture look back at your school you know like what was your school experience like did you feel like you belonged did you actually have pride for your school or were you embarrassed like there's so much of that that we can just take across to our business to try to create that community that wants to be there and is proud to be there Yeah, I think just on that, that's an interesting question. You know, were you proud of your school or were you embarrassed? I feel like people have so many mixed emotions when it comes to school. (laughs) You know, people might be triggered by that question or maybe they're like, yes, I was so proud. And there's so much that we could unpack just on that topic. (laughs) But when you think back to your school experience, was there anything through your school journey that allowed you to be where you are today? 
Oh, 100%. I think the formative years, and we know this, right? Like we know that our childhood forms who we are. And I think it's, to be honest, like I love creating communities and I want everyone to feel like they belong. Like I truly do. I can't stand to think that people would feel alone or feel isolated. And a large part of that was because I felt that for a while in high school. I felt the isolation and it's horrible. It's the worst experience as a, as a human to feel like you've been cast aside. And because of that, community is so important. I don't want anyone to feel like they don't belong. And I think when everybody looks back at their high school experience or school experiences, really the toughest thing is to feel like, oh, what if I don't get accepted? What if I'm not cool enough? All of that. And I think that's definitely come across inside of my business for sure. Amazing. So through your course and things like that, how do you create your community that goes beyond the container? You know, you've got your podcast, you've got your social media. And I think as business owners, we have so many different channels. You know, that's how we got to connect in person at a physical event. And then we're here on a podcast and then we're on Instagram. And how do you take that community culture outside of the course structure and and bring it into your other channels for marketing as well, because we're seeing these trends, you know, people are saying, be more down to earth or more authentic or connect more with your audience. I feel like, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) It's like buzzwords, you know? So what is your definition of that? I guess after it's finished, I truly believe this. And I know you do too, because same thing, mindset coach, like the work is never done. The work is never done and you never just arrive and think, oh my gosh, like my course is called Level Up Your Life, but you don't get to the end of the 12 weeks and go, okay, I've leveled up my life. I'm done forever. That's not how it works. So even just pre-framing that in the beginning so that people know like this is an ongoing journey and it's something that, you know, they will think of every single time it happens again and it happens again. And then outside of that, there's all these little nuances once again that I didn't realize consciously I was doing, but like (laughs) the song level up, I can't tell you how many times people will message me a year later and go, oh my God, I just heard that song. And like, it just instantly makes me think of your course or your program or tiny little things like ongoing jokes where it's become a bit of a joke that like I, I accidentally, not accidentally, but I was just real passionate at one moment on a coaching call. And I said to people like, I don't care if you're shitting yourself, buy a nappy and then keep going. (laughs) And so now I get people that will see a nappy and send me a picture. And it's like these little tiny anchors that they have in their life or for level up, you know, that song, people think of the experience and there's, it's the same thing, you know, with school and classroom. If you were to ever see your classroom colors or your faction colors, you think back to that time and it keeps that ongoing omnipresence, I suppose. And did you ever play the song or was it simply the name? I played it so many times. So when people join up, I'm always on stories being an absolute dickhead and embarrassing the crap out of myself all over the beach, like down at my local beach. I'm like dancing and and I've got people's names written down and the level up song plays. So during the time when I'm opening the doors for that program, I reckon people that are on my stories for that week would just be like, please go away with this song, but it is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. And so obviously we've both studied NLP and one of the, I guess, techniques in NLP is anchoring. And so it's about, you know, anchoring an emotion to a certain stimulus, whatever that is. Was that 
consciously a strategy of yours that you're like, I'm going to use this song and anchor people into it? Or was it just like, I like this song. It has the name of the product in it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was so unconscious. Like, honestly, a lot of the stuff that I've done and people, it's so funny because people go, how did you do that? And I'm like, oh shit. It's the things that we're naturally, you know, is our natural zone of genius. We don't try it just happens. So then it's hard to teach people because you're like, oh, okay, I've got to think about how I did this. But yeah, the answer, it's never really a conscious thing, really. I just thought of that song when I thought of the course name and it's kind of, yeah, but exactly like you said, it's now that I realize that I've just anchored. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's amazing because by you being silly or dancing, it's creating an emotion for the people watching it. And although you've done this subconsciously or unconsciously and just naturally, which is the best way. But it shows that these kind of strategies work deep into our psychology, you know, and although all of this has come to you so naturally, I'm obsessed with like psychology and consumers and all of this. I thought I was going to be a psychologist one day until I realized you've got to talk about scary stuff. So I was like, (laughs) no thanks. So I did marketing instead. But it just goes to show that Humans' brains all work in a similar way. We all want to belong. We all want to fit in or find that community. And I think you've just done an incredible job at doing it so naturally and that you hadn't had to think about it so much. But it's really been so fun to unpack some of this with you. I'm seeing your brain tick away (laughs) as we're going. Thank you. I'm just having these moments myself. But I just thought just then when you said I was going to do psychology and I ended up with marketing, it's so funny because marketing is psychology. You have to understand people. You really do. In business, if you don't understand people and the way people tick, I think that you're setting yourself up for a really hard time. So definitely like invest into psychology and reading about it. And yeah, yeah. That's why I'm doing mindset now because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm obsessed with how people work, but I want to do it in a positive way. I don't want to touch the scary stuff. Like I can't even watch scary movies if anyone knows me. And I'm talking like you on Netflix, you on Netflix, nightmares. <laughs> like that's my level of scary dosage. That's as far as I get. So psychology was not going to be for me, but <laughs> I'm glad I can help people with the positive psychology. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so true. All right, cool. So there's no scary movies when we go no, away next no. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. Just, it was such a fun conversation because it's not one that I've really seen happening much. And I feel like we need more of these conversations. Love the analogy slash reality of the school, giving us the context. So where can people find you? Where can people hang out, join your community and tribe? There is the Miss Mindset podcast and there's an episode with you on there as well, which is so cool. The Miss Mindset podcast or Instagram is where I hang out the most. So at Miss Mindset underscore. Amazing. And I'm sure you have all the links to everything. Yeah in the bio. So thank you again for sharing that with me. I'm going to put all those links in the show notes so people can click on over and cannot wait to hang out again real soon. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. See ya. Bye. How amazing is she, right? That was 
the most fun episode ever. And I hope you enjoyed that as well. I cannot wait to see all the incredible communities that you begin to make and the connections that you get to start to make online. So what I would love to ask you is if you did enjoy this episode, make sure you screenshot it, share it to your social media and tag me at jess.williamson8 and Brianna at missmindset underscore And I wanted to remind you that I have a bunch of free resources to help you grow your business in a way that feels good. That doesn't mean you have to burn out and sacrifice your lifestyle along the way. These free resources are a mixture of workbooks, video lessons, audio lessons, you name it. There's some resources on there for you. And I am updating these all the time. So These resources go deep to help you really work through and grow your business in a way that feels good for you. So go and check them out. The link is in the show notes. Otherwise, head over to jessicawilliamson.com.au and click on the free resources tab to see what's over there. In the meantime, have the most amazing week and I will see you on the next episode.